Welcome back to Sporting Goss. And, of course, no AFL football this weekend, but we do have two finals in the WAFL. One man who's not a part of it but has been a part of our show, talking all things waffle and other footy as well, is Hamish Brayshaw, the captain of the West Coast Eagles waffle team. How did you go watching the uh, AFL finals on the weekend? Yeah, it was excellent. I was uh, I was actually up in Port Hedland for a work trip, uh, so we had some remote stuff up there, but... I was uh, I was given leave on the Friday afternoon to go to the Esplanade Hotel and the Nard. Uh, yeah the Nard you went to the Nard <laughs> it yeah. would have been cranking well it wasn't cranking that night the next night for the other game it was there was a hens party and a bridal <laughs> uh, and a wedding after party at the at the spot so I was I was sort of sitting by myself having a couple of pints watching him and uh, oh mighty impressive weekend of football oh. for the demons um, now fair to say uh, when the brother makes the uh, big GF yep. You just put the hand out and say, any chance for me and the uh, and the fan? Well, I think, yeah, the, it was a mad scramble for a couple of days to get some tickets, but we're all locked down. We're all sorted. We've, uh, we're, we're good to go. I think Where, they where do you it. think you're sitting? don't know what my – I haven't got my actual ticket number yet, I think. So Angus has got a lot of friends that play AFL that obviously can't get over, um, and the AFLPA get a certain amount of tickets. So he's had a few of his mates say, hey, mate, here's these two if you need them for family and, and the like. So he's one of few Luke Jackson, Trent Rivers that have got – Family in WA, so the boys are helping them out to try and get as much of their family to the game as they can. So, how excited are you for you, bro? Oh yeah, oh, I'm stoked. I mean, I remember what it was like in 2018 when we were there, and I mean, I'd been with the boys all year and had pretty much got to think of them as brothers, but was watching. And now to actually have a, a brother in the team and at the ground, and I, you know, am able to go to this one. I'm just, oh, it's going to be unbelievable. So exciting. Yeah, he was very good guest. He was our guest on uh, Gillian yep. Goss. He yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, he spoke to me about that. <laughs> Ran me through it, yeah. Well, we sort of threw you under the bus with the information. It was pretty obvious where nah, the information yeah, came enough. from. Uh, but, gee, he plays a different style now. It's a very different game. But, gee, he did a good job. He played that He plays that defensive winger, stretch yeah. the opposition in attack wing. It's a really new role, and he doesn't have to be the bull inside, which is fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, he had the year in 2018, he, he dominated on ball, and, and it was needed in that role on the team. And, and they've sort of shifted their game style a little bit. So Petrarca and Oliver inside, and... Gorn sort of works it to them. And Angus is playing that, yeah, defensive wing role. But he's – so, you know, he'll have games where he has, you know, eight or nine touches but stops the ball from coming in the corridor yeah. 20 times and Melbourne win by 60 points. And you look at the stat sheet and think, oh, why isn't he doing as well as he was back then? But he's – you watch the game and, and he's so – and him and Ed Langdon are so influential to their ball Correct. movement and, and they're setting up in defence. I mean, you can't – that can't be understated the role they play for the for the team. I'm biased, obviously, because he's my brother. But no, but no. He's play, yeah, he, yeah. he really does help them on offence and really um, stops that corridor movement and defence and, and sets up Stephen May and Jake Lever to have such good years. Should not should not be underestimated. And I watched him with great interest on the weekend uh, and Gilly was messing, goes, how good was our man mm. Angus Brayshaw? Yeah. You know, because he's now a, uh, as we say, friend of the show yeah. because he was on the show. <laughs> uh, um, can they win? Oh, not say, can they win it? Will they win it? We saw what the dogs did the, yeah. the next night. Um, I don't know who played worse, Geelong or Port Adelaide. I think Port Adelaide played worse. Well, I was I was actually thinking about it before. I, I didn't. I, as soon as the Melbourne game was over, I thought, hey, "Who? I don't care. Correct. Who wins tomorrow? Correct. It's game same, over. Same, You're same. done." And then the Bulldogs played the way they did. I think uh, Geelong had some unforced errors. Port Adelaide had some really unforced errors. But I think, I mean, I've played footy, and it's just the way that you put that much pressure on the ball. When the pressure's not there, you still think it's there. It's perceived pressure. There was as as good a scene, as good a pressure game as I've seen from both teams on the weekend, and that really forced the other two teams to not play to their strengths and not play well. Um, I still think Melbourne will, will win it. I well, just they've think been the best team all year. They have been. And to be fair, the Dogs, with the exception of the last three home and away rounds, have been the second best team all year, Correct. I think. So it's probably fair that they're there. I, I just think Melbourne has set up so well all across the ground, have no 
areas of weakness. The dogs don't either, but I just think that the demons are so set up. Every facet of the ground is is ticked off with Australians and high caliber players that are ready to go. Probably a good thing for Melbourne was the Bulldogs were good. Yeah, because if it was a bad game, or even if Port Adelaide had got yeah. there, I reckon you you, know, you you don't assume this is what their psyche would be, but they would go. Well, we are one step away from yeah. winning this thing. Now they've said, yeah. right, we've got to stay yeah. in the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if they win by – if they dominate Geelong the way they did and, and Bulldogs win by a goal after the siren in a really tight contest, you think, well, you know, we've almost got one hand on the cup. Correct. Now it's, you, you see that and you think, geez, if we turn up not in the right mindset, we're going to get pumped. So I think it's going to be – I'm hoping it's going to be a really good contest. I'm stoked. To, I can't wait to see 61,000 packed out at Optus. Oh. It's going to be – Phenomenal. It is. Now, last one before we get into these waffle finals and looking yep. forward to these games, Subi and South, Claremont, West Perth. Again, the four best teams in the comp this year. Yep. Um, tonight, the John Warsfold medal, uh, yep. of which uh, I'm uh, presenting, of course. Uh, yep. Looking forward to it, and you'll be there. Um, and they announced the uh, – well, John Warsfold – and John Warsfold will be there presenting for the very first time, which is great. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, well, uh, I never... hope he can reach his arms high enough to reach Nick's neck, but uh, <laughs> I think that's obvious, almost a dead rubber, that one. It is. <laughs> uh, and what about the waffle – yeah, the, I think they'll do the Waffle Fairest Best and Fairest yeah. there. I so Keegan Brooksby's the only winner of it so Ke- far. Yeah, Keegan Brooksby's the only winner. Um, uh, look, I'm not sure. We don't do a vote count. So the way it worked last year is we just rocked up halfway through this, uh, the night. It was, all right, guys, Waffle Best and Fairest, Keegan Brooksby. Well done. Up he gets. Uh, so that'll be done tonight. I don't know the result, but have you written a speech? No, I haven't written a speech. <laughs> I, 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 I was, yeah, I, a few of the boys have been joking around about that. Yeah, I played every game. Yeah. I reckon Braden Ainsworth will be close. He played some really good games. Nathan Vardy played really good. I think the way it works is we get a everyone gets voted on every game and it's a zero three two one. So sorry, zero one two three. So zero is didn't play your role, played your role, uh, above and above above and beyond and then exceptional. So I think a few of those boys will uh have a couple of three voters that'll be hard to beat. So we'll see how we go. All right. Subiaco and South Fremantle. South Fremantle get there on the back of poor old Jared Hardesty missing a set shot after the siren oh, and yeah. he pushes it right. He had a blinder too, 16 tackles yeah. and oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Didn't have left, much left in the tank. Subi, South Fremantle, who wins? Subiaco. I've said this, I think. You have. Yeah, I, I led the start that of this nauseam. year. Yeah, we had uh, the captain's day or captain's photo shoot at Optus the very beginning of the year and the questions were, you know, who do you think will be there at the end of the year? And I said, look, South Fremantle obviously won it last year. I think they're going to be very, very uh, good again, but I cannot see Subiaco having the year they had last year. They're definitely going to bounce back in my opinion, and they have, and I think they're going to be. They've been too strong all year, and I think with all their players they've got coming back, they're Mm. basically at full fitness again. They're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, we spoke to Greg Clark on the show yesterday, and he returned with a lazy 27 against Peel, and his kitchen is back as well, of course, and Lockie Henderson. So uh, you're tipping Subiaco. Now, Claremont West Perth. Now, this game is on Sunday at Revo Fitness Stadium. I still think Claremont can win the whole shooting match. I still think they're good enough to win the whole. Yeah, game. I think they are, and I think this is a really good game because it's two teams that just can score. They don't like a... each other either. No, There's been a bit of yeah. narkiness between them. Yep. Keegan not gets under Claremont's skin. Yep. And if Kane Mitchell's playing, he gets under everybody's <laughs> skin. Aaron Black gets under people's skin. It's a, yeah. one of those under skin yeah. games. Well, uh, the thing about these teams is they can pile on a score very quickly. Their ball movement is such that it, it just facilitates quick scoring. And I think, you know, uh, this could easily just be a shootout. So I think um, at, at home, Claremont, I, I'm going to tip West Perth. I think they're... 
I, yeah, I, I just I think the way they play, the way the West team, Perth. yeah, the way the teams both stack up against each other, I'm I'm going West Perth. Wow, West Perth in a, in a minor upset. I think. Well, yeah, it's pretty much an even money game. Revo Fitness Stadium, that's on Sunday, and the Saturday game. And if you can't get to Leadable Oval for Subiaco and South, you can hear it all on SEN Radio with Tyson Beatty and also Steve Malaxos. Um, not far away from the Sandover Medal. Have we had this discussion about? No, who we the haven't. Sandover, who do you think will win the Sandover Medal? Well, Greg w- Clark says Aaron Black again. I was, yeah. I mean, I would have said Greg Clark if not for the fact he hurt himself and missed the last couple of games. Yeah, so round 19, he does a ham, he doesn't play at all, and he doesn't. And he only, that he hurts did get him. 27 you... against Peel in the last game, so he might just get a one or two. Yeah, tough, tough. You, it, you can't really miss. I mean, Aaron Black has played some phenomenal. He'll get three votes both games. Is it five? Yeah. Out of five, yeah. Well, he'll get 10 votes the two times he okay. played us. He had 41 and, and 42 or something against us. Jai Bolton will go really close again. Bailey Rogers? Bailey Rogers will He's go really half close. half the season yeah. was sensational. Um, oh, so, yeah, oh, I think if it's up to me, it's probably out of, I would say, Greg Clark, Aaron Black, or Jai Bolton. Okay, looking Bolton, forward to that. Bolton wins it. He puts himself into oh. a phenomenal calibre. Barry Cable, Polly Farmer, <laughs> Hayden Bunton Senior. Junior? Junior. Senior? Senior, I reckon, because he won the three brown lows and the three sandovers. He did. Which he is did. an incredible it resume. Is incredible. So it is. He, uh, and he's just a complete ball magnet. And, yeah. um, anyway, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Now, when's that? That's on the 29th yeah, or 28th. And the Hall of Fame is on the same night. Yeah. Um, and uh, the news has come through the Dennis, Dennis Committee. Yeah, saw that today. Yeah, well done, Dennis. Yeah, well done, too. About time. A big DC, yeah. So I'll, I'll be interviewing Dennis. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. No, but uh, I'll be at the sound overnight, but I th- yeah, it'll, be a, it'll be a good count. Oh, it'll be, be a wonderful count. Subi and South, you're going for Subi. Yep. Claremont, West Perth, you're going for West Perth. Yep. And we don't have to worry about the grand final in the AFL, but you'll be tipping Melbourne. Oh, certainly we'll be tipping be Melbourne. Yep. We'll do that next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Thanks for dropping in. Right, get on you guys. Have a race short. Love his chats. Uh, love things, all things waffle with Hamish Brayshaw. I don't have a who am I for you either this no, week. No, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one next week. We certainly will. This is Sporting Goss.